Hello and welcome to Sono Podcast No Sodome, the fate of that podcast. Uh, I'm Van Tazetta and I'm dragging my family by the ear to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure with me. And my name is Russell. I am Vane's older brother. And I am Herb, Vane's dad. And my dad as well. <laughs> yes. By, wait, by, 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 you have to like figure that out. Wait a minute, let me think. That means... It's kind of like watching the show. Anyway, um, welcome to the part of part one where I usually start to lose. Is people. that true? Because hmm. this one, these were hard to watch this time. Yeah. Well, when you say hard to watch, how do you mean that? I it just I, I was having a hard time. Like I, it, it was losing my interest. Like they're they're just kind of making shit up constantly. It I don't know. Yep. Yeah. This is the point where when I show it to people, they're usually like. Uh, yeah, no, and then they give up and they don't stay with it and they miss out on the delight. Um, such is the beauty of part one where I feel like they could really cut out the middle and we don't care about these minor fucking zombie assholes that we have to fight, but, you know, to get to the gold, you gotta dig through some dirt. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is now, well, will be once I catch up on editing a public forum in which I will be held accountable to watch this entire show. <laughs> um, so that's, I guess, good. Uh, and I mean, I'm just gonna trust you because, you know, they were losing me with the the what was it, the magnetic leaves. <laughs> well, okay. So it's not it's not gonna stop throwing like stupid bullshit that doesn't make any sense at you. That's like the lifeblood of this thing. It's just gonna be in a way that you know you find more entertaining. Okay. Uh, you know, I found that there were some redeeming qualities. I mean, it, I did find it a little bit confusing, but then again, I generally do tend to find anime confusing, so I didn't think that was that much different. But, you know, I mean, I, I thought it was quite interesting how they decided to, you know, bring in, uh, you know, British history into Air it. Air quotes uh, around history. Well... <clears throat> It, it, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, Queen but Elizabeth Some of the existed. characters existed, yes. And Mary, Queen of Scots existed. Right. I don't know about those damn knights. I would certainly hope that these knights did not exist. Um, you know, this is... They, the name changes for these guys were very subtle. We just have Tarukis is just Tarkis, and Blueford is Bruford. You know, it's pretty close. Tarkus is uh, the name of an album by Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and Bruford is named for Bill Bruford, uh, the drummer for the band Yes, who does the song's uh, outro. And of course, I did hear Dad laugh when they introduced the Tibetan monk uh, who, whose name is Tom Petty. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that, too. Of course. I don't know. Like I said, I look fondly upon part one in retrospect, but... You know, there's only so much to say about these couple episodes. My mood had been starting to dip, uh, as it does in the evening when I've had my day and my Adderall's worn off and I'm just starting to get bitter. And I just turned it on and I just got so happy and excited. Like, even in the bad episodes, I'm just like, this is, this is something that makes me happy. And I'm glad to have something like that, even if, uh... 
it can be a struggle sometimes. Um, I also really do like the, uh, you know, the resolution of the battle with Bruford where uh, <laughs> Jonathan gets a single breath of air from under a rock when he's underwater as if him doing that would not have gotten him a mouthful of water. Yeah, I loved that one. And just all the, like, fake attempts at explaining why why and how Hamon works and why Dio has ice powers because he can control his body. It's it's just, I don't know, it's... it's And also, like, I... Okay, so, can we talk about Hamon for a minute? Sure. I... I'm so lost <laughs> with that one. It... I was thinking, like, why doesn't Jonathan just put the mask on? Because you know? he doesn't want to like, be a vampire. He doesn't want to... But he's a gentleman. Him. He'll never be evil. Yeah, but, he, you know, he doesn't... He, he Drinking blood is an innate part of being a vampire, so you have to, you know, hurt others to survive. And I can understand why he wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, but I'm sure that he would find some gentlemanly way to consume blood. I don't know. Just also, this... Dio does have the mask right now. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. A minor point. Well, this one, uh, there was some crazy. Uh, there were well, not crazy, but some very, very specific um, references to Jonathan's height. Yes, he's uh, six five, roughly. A hundred ninety-five centimeters. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I the I think the quote was the blade dwarfs Jojo's 195 centimeter frame. You know, a thing you say as a human. Oh, okay, I remembered the thing I want to talk wanted to talk about um which was Speedwagon, the the delicate maiden Speedwagon, uh who's arguably my favorite character in part 1 and just his uh in the Arctic people put their arms into a seal to cure frostbite. So uh, Mr. Zeppeli, let me uh, embrace your cold arm with my big, strong, warm abs. I love you so much. This is not gay. I'm helping you. I, I have a note called that says Zeppeli Steam Abs. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was trying to figure out what was special about his abs that they were so inhumanly warm that they would defrost this arm. It's the power of gay love, my guys. It gets, it can, it can do anything when you set your mind to it. Um, and I just like how Speedwagon is first introduced by literally mugging Jojo in an alley. And he's being like, I'm a hardened criminal who hurts and steals. And then just for the rest of the thing, he's just like, I'm, I'm a damsel in distress commentating from the sidelines. There's only so far you can get with a blade hat. Yeah, unfortunately. Also, does Speedwagon, can he use Hamon? So that thing that happened in the beginning of the episode was Zeppeli trying to teach Speedwagon, to like unlock Speedwagon's Hamon the way he did with uh, Jonathan. Uh, and he fucks it up and then they just don't try again. Because why not? <laughs> so at no point. Is Speedwagon, like, able to fight because he does not have Hamon? Correct, but he definitely becomes, um, 
helpful in his own way in a manner that has ongoing uh, impact. So he is an important character to the story, even if he's a little uh, a little sidelined. He really should have kept that um, that blade hat. I yeah. mean, that would have been so useful. He's not even wearing it. Just throw that thing up at Dio and cut his fucking head apart. I don't know. Well, I don't know if that would have worked, but certainly, I mean, he possibly could have even, like, distracted a zombie or something. I also like um, that the one zombie man, uh, that uh, Bruford has hair powers, um, not because of any magic or anything. He had, uh, uh, assumedly, he had them when he was alive. This guy's just got fucked up prehensile hair. Yeah, what was that, uh, the, his... His dense macabre hair. Yes. Is that uh, yes. Uh, the line? The, maybe the first named ability. Um, it is based off of uh, you know, it, it's not a translation. It's just what it is. The the genre of medieval bullshit. I you know I I, I love the you know the shonen trope of when you've got a couple of enemies to fight, um, but the other enemy instead of you know attacking you together like, would be most beneficial to them, just sort of politely waits to the side until the other guy is finished fighting, and then he comes in to attack the protagonist. Well, yeah, I mean, here here they made it very much seem like <clears throat> that they had, you know, the knight's kind of chivalrous idea about, you know, a duel, which is very strange because they were ultimately zombies, but... I mean, that's... In, as, in, in my relatively limited anime experience, that is how fights are like the good guys will all fight together and the bad guys will just go one by one and let themselves be picked off yeah because you know how how else are the good guys gonna have their insured victory right i'm also amused by uh uh master tom petty's prophecy of just you're gonna die um because everyone's gonna die that's that's you know yeah, he didn't say you will die young, or you will die within five years, or you, you will, will die in battle. You will die in just, a tragic, you, uh, horrible way. No, just hey, bro. You, if you learn your Hamon, you're gonna to die. die. Yeah. Okay, well, I got a question. Pluck. <laughs> what the pluck? Uh, yes, it is one of the funniest fucking scenes. Why the P? What? Well, I mean, pluck is a word. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> it, I don't know. It's it's the funniest fucking. It's just like. This dramatic moment. Take my sword. Take my my ideals. Uh, it was the luck pluck sword. I don't fucking know. That's what I'm trying to get at. Why pluck? Because he had pluck. He had spirit. Yeah, Jonathan's a plucky guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not really. I mean, honestly, that is not an adjective I would have used to describe him. So maybe it's. I think you should take pluck going forward into your battle. But yeah, it's it's just powerful luck maybe i mean <laughs> maybe i mean it's like you know courage well he was plucky i mean he just you know keeps going and he's yeah. persistent you know it's i i, I can yeah. see that but l- i would think that luck would be more helpful in battle <laughs> i would think so too nine <laughs> times out of ten at least yes Maybe it's a little bit addition. It's like you have the luck, which was originally, but yeah, then you also I, have the I, pluck. I, I want you to have both of these things and my sword, even though you are not a swordsman. Um, and also, all of these Hamon techniques are named now, um, and I like to believe that he just comes up with the names on the fly. 
just because he thinks they sound cool. Speaking of pee in the inappropriate place. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was good. The the little boy Poco, Mm -hmm. which is not a name. No, I think it's the the name of the band. We both see him play with his bare booty in the air, and he does pee. Well, he's smacking his ass in the direction of Tarkus, like, ha, fuck off, uh, you shithead. Yeah, but then he also does pee. He does also pee. Um, not my favorite pee scene in this anime, but it's what? the first one. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Suddenly we're reinvigorated to watch the whole series. I'm gonna find some sort of sound for, like, a soundboard or something that I can use. That whenever there's like a pee in this episode that we watched, I'm going to ring like a bell, like a pee-pee bell or something. No, it's it's just that much, much later down the line uh, is one of the best uh, pee-related scenes in any media I've ever consumed. Um, but that is a discussion for another day. Uh, Russell, do you have any notes for us? Of course. I'm just going to go. Yeah. Very long shot of the mask. Catcher's mitt. Did baseball exist yet? Frozen veins. Super gruesome. Dio ice powers? Why doesn't Jojo just use the mask? Zeppeli steam abs. I thought Hamon was about breathing and breath, not blood. Blade dwarfs Jojo's 197 centimeter frame. And then this one I like. Ah, yes. Accurate history lesson. Underwater air rock. Underwater air rock is my favorite new genre. British thing. Underwater, underwater Iraq. Underwater okay, right. air rock, not underwater Iraq. Yeah, rock, yes. I love how they add British things like my dear lad, chap, we, and quid in the most inappropriate <laughs> times. Well, you can thank the translators for that one. This one's very... This one, like, is just my entire personality right now. I do not understand Hamon. Uh, yeah, no, 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 but does does anyone? Does Iraqi? I don't know. Um, I can answer your thing about the blood, though, and it is because uh, your, your, your breathing carries oxygen uh, through your blood. Oh, okay, so it's and like... And God forbid we learn about human anatomy. Because none of these men are human. You've seen what they look like. They're their own alien species. This is my hot new theory, is that uh, JoJo's are not humans. They are just big meat men. Yeah, they did explain that in the beginning, yeah. It's, like, too complicated, because, like, there's air, there's blood, there's sun. Every fucking character in this show. JoJo's specifically, or just every fucking (laughs) character on this show? (laughs) It does not feel like they are planning anything in this story. Pluck. (laughs) They flew with magnetic leaves to a castle. I thought he went on a trip to South America. Why is he in Tibet? Good bloody grief. And this little boy took his butt out on the leaf magnets, and now he literally pissed his pants. And that's it for my... Russell's good notes, everybody. Today I would call them Russell's bad notes. Well, no, I think you pretty much, you summarize and condense the entire two episodes in the notes. Yeah, no, I... Yeah, I think it's a great bet. Um, yeah, you know. Zeppeli steam abs, pluck, and little boy pee-pee pants. Yeah, uh, that's that's the episodes, really. That's all you need to take from them. That's certainly what will stick with me. Now, did Jojo actually end up with the sword, or did the other zombie destroy it, or... I think... He just left it there, I think. I think he does use it later, though, so I think he does have the sword, uh, but don't worry about it. It's just, like, in his inventory. 
Oh, he okay. hid it in his abs. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can fit a lot in there. He's got a snack for later. <laughs> He's got granola bars and M and M's. Trail mix. I do have to say, you know, watching this, I'm saying, okay, you know, he has a lot of these overdrive strikes or whatever. And I I also have to say, again, surprisingly for anime, the fight scenes were not even that great. Yeah, they will get better. I, yeah, I just need you to trust me. Yes, I mean, and plus also I was thinking, you know, I think the stands were so much better than the Haman energy. Yeah. I know I'm, I'm, I'm pre, pre, whatever, um, spoilers for the next series, but you know. Yeah, no, I, I... You know, I think in part two, it's the battles are definitely a little more interesting. Um, and then in part three, he's just like, fuck it, a uh, new magic system now. Uh, and we're doing this. Is Dio's whole thing for at least this season just going to be he appears, he makes some zombies and then he leaves? I mean, you do. They they do. They fight him. Uh, I think he does do a zombie thing a couple more times, but um, there's only three episodes left in part one, so... Oh! Oh. I think next time it will be a three-parter for the finale, and then we'll be going into part two. Oh, well, that's a nice little um, cache to have of uh, of episodes, then. Yeah. Um, I will say, you know, as much as I love Jonathan and his good boyness, I think... You guys will probably like the protagonist of part two a little more. Can we have a little spoiler on the name, or is that too big? Um, I'm uh, Jojo. His name's Jojo. Great, thanks. <laughs> and let me take this time to point out that this whole problem was really started by Jonathan's father. Yeah, by Jonathan's father being like, I have faith that this poor man who robbed me will reform himself. Well, I was even going to go back to his father having acquired the mask in the first place. Well, I think, yes, the moral of the story is um, that uh, imperialists should not be uh, taking ancient artifacts from their owners. Yeah, there's actually many horror movies that have that same theme. And real life museums. I don't know if we spoke about this last time, but I love the idea of a boat just floating through the ocean, just completely by itself, with nobody on it, except for one ceramic mask. Mm. <laughs> the, the mask is driving the boat. Yeah. that's I, We didn't talk about that, but I really, really like that. It would have been so fun uh, if they made the mask sentient. And like it's its own villain. That would have been a that would have been a good a good gimmick. But well, maybe when you write Jojo Joe, Jojo Joe Joe, and his Jojo Joe and his excellent party. Yes, or we'll we'll do it in my fanfic. <laughs> I mean, in a sense, and also again, is another kind of horror trope is that um, the mask is, in a sense, you know, possibly guiding the person who you know, is wearing it or who takes ownership of it. It's like, he's corrupting the person. He's like, you know, driving the person. I will not speak one way or the other to the, uh, the, the powers at play here. But, you know, I can definitely see that. I mean, you know, the mask very clearly, you know, again, going back to that scene where it like pulls in its bones when, you know, the father comes down, it's like, you know, I think the mask knows what it's doing. I think it is, to some extent, sentient. It's a very smart mask full of bones. Mm, I love my smart bone mask. 
This might end up being a shorter one today, just because there's only so much to say about these battles. Right, I feel yeah, like, I, yeah. No, go ahead, then. No, I, I, I think if we, you know, we could dig deeper. I mean, I think there, he does put in a lot of subtleties. You just kind of have to sort of look at them and, and really watch very carefully. I mean, clearly, again, you know, Vane is the only one who's, like, watched this more than once. So I'm sure, like, on the second, third time, you probably start picking up things that you missed the first time. Yeah, there was one that I definitely noticed, and I was like, oh, I'll remember to talk about that, and I don't remember what it was. You need to take notes. Maybe I should start taking notes. Yeah, you should, you know what's really easy to do, actually, is to just do the the talk to text. Yeah. I do that sometimes. We'll be sitting on the couch watching it, and my girlfriend, who I'm not gonna say her name on this, because I don't, we have not discussed that yet, and maybe I will in the future, but I will just say some crazy sentence like Dio steam abs and she'll like look at me for a second but it's just for my notes and I'm writing my notes because she's not watching with you right she's just on the other side of the room no she tends to watch with me but the way the you know how I speak sometimes because you do it too is that kind of like the syntax (laughs) and the and the grammar is bad yeah and you know and it's note taking I'm Because I am thinking when I'm taking the notes that I will be reading them out loud on this. So I I try to get as much information into as many cool sounding words as I can. I I might have to go back because I said I was going to make a, you know, quote unquote drinking game for this anime. uh, Where every time they just make a completely off the wall metaphor, uh, I have to like mark it. Um, so I might be going back and starting that count because I didn't realize they started so early. Oh, you know what was a good one? When they said, how many people, how many people's blood did you have to drink to fix those wounds? And he said, how many loaves of bread have you eaten in your lifetime? That was a good one. Yeah, no, that, that's a fucking raw ass line. Okay, can I, oh, you don't drink. (laughs) What? Oh, I was going to say this, this podcast would be way more fun if we did it as a drinking game. But I'm really the only one who enjoys drinking on this podcast. Yeah, and any of the substances I enjoy partaking in can't really be ingested in a, you know, a sipping way like an alcohol. And I would be very interesting if I partook in uh, that drinking You game. would fall asleep within, like, the first three minutes of recording. No, I wouldn't fall asleep, but... Take a Benadryl every time that there's a metaphor. I'm gonna black out if I do that. Maybe I'll play that with my girlfriend. Yeah, or just... Do it yourself. (laughs) Yes, kids, do this at home. Of course, yes. All our listeners can do it at home. (laughs) My microphone is too quiet today, and so I have to sit uncomfortably close to it because I'm on the other side of the room from my computer. It's okay. I'm trying to moderate my volume so mine doesn't keep peaking. Um, This is podcast hell. This is so uninteresting. I apologize. I mean, you know, unless you're very into audio recording, anyone who's still listening is doing it because they love us and they care about us. And we care about you, dear listener. Um, And I promise we will have uh, more with us next time as we watch the conclusion of Jonathan Joestar's uh, silly, silly adventure. Oh, it's so exciting. Hopefully it'll be packed full of enough material that we can make up for the slight shortness of this episode by a longer one, since it is, after all, three episodes. Yeah, for sure. Right, and it is the finale, so we probably should discuss the whole season. Yeah, absolutely. 
So I think with that, we will um, we'll bid you adieu on this short episode that will definitely be even shorter once we cut out all the pauses. And we'll see you next time. And I thought of a good outro, but once again, I didn't write it down and I forgot it. We can edit it in later. Yeah, fix it in post. Um, That's not how it works. It's not how it works. I really wish I remembered what my good sign out. Oh, yeah, I got it. Okay. <clears throat> this has been Sono Podcast No Sodomate, the fate of that podcast, the perfect family bonding activity. 